Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Warriors, warriors, come out to play. Show me you want to be here. Show me you want to win. Show me you want to, you have that killer instinct. I do look at myself as being one of the most dominant fighters in MMA history. He didn't know it was going to be a buffet, though. He thought it was going to be a three-piece. Now you're getting the whole MGM Grand Buffet to the face, man. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the RJ Ringside Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Fang, joined along with Adam Hill and Sam Gordon. And we're going to break down what just happened here on this Wednesday with the Nevada State Athletic Commission approving combat sports to make its return here. We are brought to you by betonline.ag. Don't forget to check out everything that we do on reviewjournal.com. It's time to let you know the Fight Capital USA has reopened. The Nevada Athletic Commission decided on a Wednesday teleconference that both the UFC and top-ranked boxing can hold events back in Las Vegas. But we're going to find out what's going to happen, what protocols are going to be required, what can we expect here as events start to come back to Las Vegas, as we start to see a little bit here, a normalcy in the state of Nevada with combat sports coming back here. First of all, let's go to our guys here, Sam Gordon. Adam Hill, they're both joining us right now. So, Adam, you were down in Jacksonville when the UFC hosted their events there. They had three events that happened down in Jacksonville, Florida, just recently. And the protocols were very stringent about testing, about the coronavirus tests and the uh, antibodies tests that they did. Can we expect to see similar protocols as we look ahead to the events taking place at the UFC Apex starting on May 30th? Yeah, I think one of the things that, you know, I, I was just talking to the executive director of the Nevada Athletic Commission, Bob Bennett, and one of the things he said was, hey, listen, the UFC put on these events. Uh, they did a good job, but there was a couple of things that they kind of learned from each event. So as each event went on, they got better and better. And the Nevada Athletic Commission was able to watch those events, see what the UFC did right, see where some of the mistakes might have been. And they're going to go ahead and implement their own uh, protocols. We know UFC fighters have already started arriving to town in Las Vegas. Uh, they're being tested before they get to the hotel. Then they're being quarantined until they get the results back. That is a change from the recommendation of quarantining to a requirement of quarantining. Because we saw when Jacare Souza got to uh, Jacksonville, he was not completely quarantined until the results came back. And we saw the results of that with uh, kind of being seen on social media around some other people. So this is a requirement. Uh, they'll be kind of stuck in their rooms and just around other fighters in their camp. Uh, until the results come back. Well, I guess just only their, around their camp until the results come back. And then you're going to have uh, the weigh-ins on Friday. They'll be tested again and then really not allowed to leave the hotel uh, until they fight. So, you know, so, uh, subtle changes there, but really uh, kind of a similar setup in terms of testing, quarantining at a hotel, and then testing again and making sure that, you know, nobody leaves that kind of area uh, until uh, the results are in, until the fights are over. And then, you know, there is uh, something in there about contact tracing. If somebody is to test positive this week uh, to kind of go back and trace the contacts that they were going through, uh, there is not post-event contact tracing, which I think some people uh, are not thrilled about. Uh, but I think for the most part, this is a pretty detailed plan that the NAC put together. They approved that. And then, as you said, approved the specific protocols uh, for the UFC this week. Top ranks are not done. Uh, so they'll be 
uh, kind of working with them to make sure they approve those. But uh, I think that the, the bottom line is combat sports back in Nevada for now. And Sam, when we go to the top rank, they're planning to hold a pair of events coming up here in June. The idea, as you spoke with John, uh, Bob Arum, excuse me, you spoke with Bob Arum recently, and he had expressed that they were planning to hold maybe a pair of events as we look down the month per week. So what do you know right now about the events that top rank plans to hold coming up here in Nevada? Yeah, Heidi. Um, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Uh, I know Top Rank's excited to be back. Um, like Adam mentioned, they've been working with the, the State Athletic Commission for weeks, trying to figure out a plan, trying to figure out a location where they can hold um, cards that would that would be safe. And uh, with their broadcast partner, ESPN, the, the fights are, are going to be four or five. Uh, the cards will be four or five fights apiece, not your usual eight, nine, ten fights that you see with some of these pay-per-view cards normally on Saturday nights. So a little shorter cards, but. Um, you're still still going to feature plenty of top fighters. I know June 9th, uh, Shakur Stevenson, one of the top prospects. A little bit, he's emerged a little bit beyond a prospect. I mean, he's one of the top young fighters in boxing. Um, he's going to be fighting Felix Caraballo on June 9th, headlining that card. And then from that point forward, like you said, they want they want two cards a week. Um, we're going to start with the 9th and the 11th, and then hopefully, what they're hoping is that throughout the month of June and July, they can have two fights, uh, two cards a week, uh, and they're going to be at MGM Grand. So. Big development for top rank uh, and something that Bob Aram has worked extremely hard at, like like Adam, uh, like Adam said, still going to finalize the protocols. But, um, yeah, they, they, they plan to be here throughout June and July, and then they're going to start exploring other states, uh, depending on how this goes, to, to hold cars maybe in like a Texas or a California. Do you know about how the plan will work right now with the fighters? Are they planning, Sam, for them to stay in a host hotel? Like, I think the UFC is doing that and putting all the fighters into one location. But here in Las Vegas, a lot of the boxers actually already live here. So uh, do you know anything about the quarantine process that Top Rank is working on with their fighters? Yeah, I think that's still a work in progress, and they're going to have to figure everything out depending on who they can get into cars. Like you said, I mean, there's there's several fighters that live here locally. Um, there also is the possibility of bringing fighters in from overseas that 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 top rank wasn't sure that was originally going to happen, but fighters with approved visas are going to be able to come over. I think what you're going to see is a pretty similar quarantine situation. Uh, several, several rounds of testing throughout the preparation process as these fighters finish training. Um, they're going to be able to, to use top rank's gym which has been sanitized and sterilized as much as possible, and I'm sure will be as fighters are using it. And then final testing on, you know, before weigh-ins, making sure everybody's good to go. The broadcasters, the referee, the judges, anybody in attendance is going to have to be tested. Uh, they're going to set up their their broadcast rig ahead of time, and it's just going to stay put for as long as top rank and ESPN have cards here. So I imagine, yeah, what you're going to see is something pretty similar to UFC, where it's either going to be um, a host site or a host hotel for fighters that are out of town, and then um, quarantine situation for locals. There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get it on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with Chicago Bulls, Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag and use your promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. 
I'm glad you bring up the venue because, Adam, I want to go to you on this. The UFC Apex is very much an intimate venue, if you will. It's a lot more closed in than what we would have expected if it were to take place in an arena like the MGM Grand, for instance. So when you have the Apex in mind, will there be a little bit of a difference in how things are run from just the uh, standpoint of logistics and how everybody is spread apart from each other because it is so much more closed in of a venue? Yeah, I think that's a benefit that they have. Also, what they've been saying all along is, you know, this is the reason uh, that venue is constructed, not because of a global pandemic, obviously, but because they would be able to broadcast fights out of there in a just a much more controlled environment. They have control of everything. So one of the issues, you know, say in Jacksonville was going from a hotel where there was other guests and other people staying and trying to figure out how to, you know, have everyone isolated, but also be in a public area to an arena that was closed, but you still have, you know, the workers, you still have other people around there you don't necessarily uh, have control over, aren't in charge of, where at the Apex, they are in charge of every single part of that environment. Like, that, they they can do what they want for the next, you know, five, six weeks because there's nobody else coming in there, there's nobody else using it, it's just there. So I think uh, they were very eager to get to a place that they could have total control over in terms of uh, the sanit sanit sanitation and um, you know, disinfecting everything and just making sure everything was as safe as possible. They wanted that, you know, that sterile environment and, and they've got it. And that's, I think, why you're going to see them use this uh, pretty much every week until the 27th. And then they're supposedly still looking at Fight Island for the month of July. And then I would imagine if, if things haven't changed uh, globally, then then they'd come back here again and, and, and start running events in August and, and use their facility again. But uh, I think having that control over at all parts of the environment was big for the UFC to put these protocols in place. Adam, normally we expect to see International Fight Week here. You just mentioned Fight Island for the month of July. How does this kind of affect Las Vegas if all of the events coming in July, we usually would see a, a full week here, fans, you know, the economic impact that it'll have probably on the city is one thing, but the UFC, I think, usually kind of relies on this event to be its tentpole event, if you will, where people can maybe come into the sport that haven't seen it before. So if uh, Fight Island opens, then it would lead me to believe that we would see International Fight Week take place without the fans. Is that kind of right now what you're hearing? Yeah, I think so. I think that there's there's not much optimism that they'd be able to do July fight cards, and, and especially that you know July 11th International Fight Week card uh, with a full house at T-Mobile. I mean, we've heard uh, some, some of the uh, higher-ups over at MGM saying that they don't think they'd be able to have fans at a concert uh, for all of 2020. So I think July would probably be a huge long shot. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, I think I think that the, you'll see uh, those international fights throughout the month of, month of July. I think once they go to this fight island or wherever uh, that could be, and we have some guesses, but really nothing firm on that. Uh, whenever <laughs> they set up there, they'll, they'll be there for a month. Dana White recently said he was going to live there for a month. And, and I think uh, that's going to start right around that July 11th time uh, where International Fight Week is supposed to be in Vegas. So a big economic impact for sure, and we've seen major economic impacts uh, across the state, across the city, the region, uh, the world, really. So uh, I, I think it's it should not come as much of a surprise that I don't think they're going to be able to do, um, you know, what they want to do in terms of T-Mobile Arena uh, in July. But uh, I'm sure once things are starting to get back to normal, it'll be pretty quick that they're uh, they're back at T-Mobile and trying to get, uh, you know, fans back in there, and and we'll see what they do in terms of some of their big stars whether they want to put them on cards uh, without fans or whether they save them for 
when they can come back to T-Mobile and places like that. And as we start to wrap things up here, Sam, I just wanted to ask you, because you had talked about the international fighters not being able to compete at this time because there's so many closures on borders due to the coronavirus pandemic. So I know we are expecting Canelo to come back and fight at some point here in Las Vegas. But as of right now, that doesn't look like it'll be a possibility. I know Mexico's been heavy hit by the virus. So when you start looking at possibilities for big marquee names coming into Vegas having big fights. Is there anybody that comes to mind that you can expect that we might see here in the boxing ring soon? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Uh, I think it's just too soon to say as far as Las Vegas is concerned. And like you mentioned, uh, I know top rank, for example, with Tyson Fury, you know, he's one of their top draws. They want to save him when they can get fans. I imagine Canelo Alvarez is going to get the same treatment. But at the same time, it's like, do you want to fight? Like it's either you're not fighting and or you're fighting without fans at least that's what it's going to be for the short term so i think we're still a, a little ways away from seeing um any type of big headliners like that um for coming to vegas but but we're certainly i mean the fights that are going to happen in june you're, you're getting off to a good start i think this is going to kind of lay a foundation and I, I think you're going to see other promotions uh, follow suit and figure out ways that they can conduct business uh without fans throughout the the summer and then hopefully into the fall and, and if there are if some of the restrictions ease up a little bit, then maybe you'll see a Canelo back in action. I mean, I know there's been talk of a, a trilogy fight with him and Triple G. Uh, that's something we saw twice here at T-Mobile Arena. That would be interesting. I, I mean, given the landscape of the division, that would be one of the more interesting fights Canelo could pick up. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. But for the most part, I think we just have to wait and be patient in, in terms of the big fighters. Right now, um, it's going to be the the not necessarily that these aren't big names, but not necessarily the marquee names. And it's going to be, you know, like 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 the setup is in June, at the, I think, for the foreseeable future. Well, we certainly well, look forward to the return of combat sports because now we're going to see a pair of boxing fights. We got a pair of UFC fights. Those are set. Those are going to happen again, as we saw with the NAC meeting. This just today happened and all of these events are approved and going to happen. Top rank will take place at the MGM Grand starting June 9th and June 11th. The UFC we have here May 30th as well as June 6th for UFC 250. All right, that'll do it for us here today. Thank you everybody so much for listening to the RJ Ringside podcast. We'll be back here next week for our regularly scheduled episode as well. So you'll want to check back on ReviewJournal.com slash podcast for that. We're brought to you by Bet Online. .ag. And for all the guys, you can find our producer, Larry Mir, at Larry Mir on social media. And Sam is at by Sam Gordon, Adam Hill at Adam Hill LVRJ. And I'm at Heidi Fang. Again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe where you are listening, and we will be back. <laughs>